This is a message from the emergency alert system. This is not a test. The following message is issued by the request of United States government. Our planet is under attack by an unknown extraterrestrial force. All attempts to stop this attack have failed. Radiation levels have reached lethal limits. Seek immediate underground shelter if possible. Remain inside until you received other instructions from government officials. This is not a test. Welcome to The Pattern is Full, a podcast exploring the unknown. We are your hosts, Dan and Dave. From past to future, we'll take you on a journey of discovery and surprise. Every episode, we'll uncover hidden patterns and extraordinary tales that will question what you know and challenge what you think you know. From ancient mysteries to cutting-edge science, get ready to explore the unknown. So join us as we dive deep into the depths of the metaphysical and unknown. Come along and let's see what we can discover together. I am Dan. I'm Dave. We are here after a long absence. Is it? We've been. Yeah. Has it been long? I mean, it's only like two weeks, right? Or three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, we're back. Back in style. Back in action. Um, there was a lot of things, uh, I guess, going on that we just—I don't know—just couldn't get up here. Spring break. Spring break popped in there. Then we had a. Well, one night you had a roof repair going on. Yeah. We're beating your roof and uh, putting a new roof on. And I've got that coming up. Hadn't happened yet. But yeah. um, so we just couldn't connect to get together. Uh, my daughter had a birthday party. So that took one whole week and weekend of getting that together and planning. And uh, so. But we are finally back, and hopefully we'll get back on schedule at this point. Right. Um, Absolutely. I'm ready to bump it up to. I'm ready to bump it up to weekly, man. I'm. I'm. I'm right. We could. We can probably do that, especially once school's out and it's a little bit more relaxed. So. Yeah. Which. Uh. Well, we got. 12, 19 days left. For students. School days. Yeah. I think. Yep. So. Um. We should be good, but hey, we want to. Thank all y'all for hopefully coming back and listening to us. We've had a lot of downloads since our last one. I, I think I think a few people missed us, man, believe it or not. So nice. I, I felt good about that. I mean, I didn't get any messages or anything, but I did get, seems like we got several um, downloads during the, um, during the break or whatever, whatever, during our absence. So... Uh, this today we're going to talk about uh, AI, right? AI. AI. That's that's the that's the two letters on everybody's lips right now. It seems like a big thing, and it it's uh, well, I mean, it's definitely been a big thing. It's been a big thing for a while, and um, right. I personally find it super exciting and very cutting edge and cool. 
Um, but we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of it. And then, um, I, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about if it's going to take over the world and become Skynet, right? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, you know, the Ray Kurzweil has been the, um, evangelist for living, living longer and, um, and the way that technology is going to change our lives. And, He's been looking for the singularity to come along at any time. So I guess we're pretty close now, way closer than we were last year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that myself. I've got no reason to want to check out anytime soon. And I might as well um, download myself into a uh, computer or some sort of simulation or something. Uh, if I'm not already in a simulation, uh, just to... Oh, that's a that's a whole topic there. That's another show. Oh yeah, it is definitely. So uh, I guess we'll start off before we get into our AI topic though with our news story. Um, I, what do you think? Uh, did you have any news story? Well, of course the uh, the head of AARO. From the Pentagon, I guess, testified in front of Congress a couple days ago. Yeah, we talked about that while we were out of town. What did uh, um, what did you um, did you find out what it was about? That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I, the one thing that I got from it is that he basically said that they are currently investigating more than 650 cases of UAP sightings right now. And it's the the anomaly resolution office, the A R O Arrow A A R O, and it's a Pentagon department, I guess now. Um, also, saw I, I think this is from last year, but it just seemed to crop up in some of my news feeds this week. Was the Navy or the Department of Defense saying they're done releasing videos? That what else they have? They're not releasing because it's national security, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so. I mean that's that's kind of interesting. I'm wondering what, how many that we haven't seen. Oh well, I'm sure. I mean, there's more spottings every day. I mean, every time I look on anything, I'm always like, oh, you. I mean, I follow a bunch of that stuff, so I see it. But um, I saw that. Um, you know, I've saw some pilots to record things here recently, and um, uh, you know, just uh kind of kind of cool stuff i i it's not going to go away now i mean the public the public knows it's i mean you know everybody knows something is up so, the truth is out there man you just yep you just have to and speaking of that have you heard that uh ryan coogler is working on a revival of the x-files oh no tell me Coogler, Coogler's the guy that directed Black Panther and uh, Wakanda Forever, and I haven't heard any real details, but evidently it's it's a thing. It's in the works. With uh, trying to bring it back. I don't know if it's going to be with with Dana or Newcast. Yeah. Or... I I would think it might be recast by now. Yeah, I would think maybe they have like uh, David Nakagni and um, God, what was her name? Um, Jillian Anderson. Yeah, Jillian Anderson. Have them as like, uh, you know, that by this point, they've got to be the directors of something in the FBI or retired. And like the, uh, 
advisors or something for the X-Files and just make them have some guest appearances or something like that. You know me, I'm a, uh, as one of uh, your good friends referred to me as a Fox Mulder not too long ago. And that, that was like the greatest compliment I think I've ever had in my life because, uh, if, uh, if I'm going to be anybody, it's definitely a Fox Molder. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is definitely a great, uh, a great person to be. Uh, I don't know. What do you say? Uh, call, uh, I guess, I, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, I said that name, Mark. Oh, Mark, Mark Griffin. He said it on your, um, on your other podcast. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. He said that, uh, you were kind of the, the Dana and I was kind of the Fox Mulder. <laughs> I don't know, man. And, uh, cause you were more the skeptic. Uh, yeah. Well, but. All right, I had a weird little cheesy story that I read, and I might, and I, when I say cheesy, it involves cheesecake, so that's why it's a cheesy story. But uh, I'm just going to read the title, and I got this from um, NPR, so uh, it really like, stuck out to me. It, this, and literally, it was an article at like five o'clock this morning. Uh, I saw. Uh, right after I got up, and it says, a woman gets 21 years for trying to kill her doppelganger with a poisoned cheesecake. Oh, my God. So, uh, this woman uh, was sentenced to 21 years in jail for poisoning uh, a friend that apparently looked like her uh, with a sedative laced in cheesecake. Uh, and then she stole her identity and other valuables. Hey, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool to read. It was, uh, Victoria Nairosva, Nairosva, 47. Uh, Anyway, I, I don't know. I didn't, I read the story and it basically, I mean, there's a lot to it, but <laughs> basically uh, it, it's, it's a Russian thing. I don't know why I always run across Russian news, but um, it happened back in like, I think like 2014 and she was arrested in 2017 for it, but just recently was convicted like a couple days ago, but cheesecake killer. <laughs> that's right. I thought it was just really cool because it was her doppelganger, and like she killed this woman and basically took on her identity for oh, quite a while and took over her everything about her and just lived as this other person. Not that it needs to be part of the, not that it needs to be part of the podcast, but I just sent you a, a, a link to a very interesting website that I've never heard of before, but um, kind of interesting. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. That is true. That is about my hometown. So uh, At first I looked at it and I thought, oh no, somebody's hacked that website that I built. 
And it's no, it's, it's, it's a completely different, somebody's paid for a domain and everything. Wow. I'll have to pull that up on the big screen here instead of on the phone. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway. Uh, that was a, that was a news, a news thing I thought. And I mean, I know it's, it's not really our normal topic. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what our normal topic is. It, it's strange and weird. So It's totally an X-Files episode. So, yeah. So, um, so what was, uh, the one you had was a .org site, right? It was KY, um, a DaredevilKY.us, I think, or .org. I'm not sure. Yeah. Are, you, are you still working for them, some? I just, I renew the domain every year and I send them the bill, but that's about it. I guess somebody else, I don't know if Donna's still messing with that site or not. I like this big uh, pile of cow poop. Uh, yeah. It's on the, on that new website. I mean, they've done made somebody mad. Yeah. I'll have to take some time to read into that. That's, uh, that's really, <laughs> that's really creepy. Uh, but anyway, AI. AI is a hot topic right now. On to the main topic instead of our news stories. Um, I personally um, have messed with a lot of AI. Chat GPT. Uh, I have done the whole where you turn chat GPT. Uh, you, you get its alter ego going, which is Dan do anything now uh you just gotta kind of i don't know you like hack it no you don't really hack it you just kind of jailbreak it or go and put some code in and it changes its persona uh and that was really that's really cool because then it doesn't it doesn't hold back um and then um i also have a bard is that right Google Bard. Yeah, I have a Bard account, which was pretty easy to get. I just, after you told me that they had went public with it, I um, I just jumped on Google's website and requested it. And then within about a week, I had it. Um, haven't played with it as much as I've played with GPT. Um, but it's pretty cool. I will say that. it'll It'll say some off-the-wall stuff sometimes. Now, I requested Bing's AI. Uh, it, it's powered by ChatGPT, right? Isn't it? Bing's? Yeah. I don't know, but I tried. Uh, I have filled out a uh, request. Uh, I don't know, quite a bit, quite a long time ago. I mean, and they still have not given me permission to join Bing's AI. Uh, but you know, they were having a lot of problems with it. So like it, it, it was talking some crazy shit. Like I'll go out and unalive you <laughs> stuff like that from what I hear. Right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it looks like I might have access to it now. Ask me anything. Yeah. It, they did give me outside. They did give me access to it. They just didn't uh, send me an email and tell me that, that I had access to it. So I haven't played with it at all. 
but apparently I do have access to Bing's AI now. So that'll be a new, that'll be a waste some time tonight kind of thing with all this rain we've got going on. Oh, yeah. Um, so AI, one thing I've been seeing that was pretty recent, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I've seen this title three or four times over the last uh, week. It says, AI robot kills itself after wage slavery of repetitive 15-minute work. That video of the, yeah. Yeah, so you watch it, and apparently this AI um, was basically put in a factory doing a job, a repetitive job, over and over again, and it apparently realized that was its complete existence was to do this job, so it deactivated itself. Now, I've seen that. I've researched it. The guys that actually, um, I, I guess, had that created the AI robot or whatever and put it to work said that's not what happened. Of course, they're going to say that, whether it is or not, that, hey, it's basically a learning model. It can't do anything like that. It doesn't doesn't self-recognize as what their release was. They say it had some errors, and 15 minutes into it, it shut down, which is why it fell to the ground. And they say it done that about 20 times during the entire day. Of course... The people on the other side of it say, oh, bull crap, it just kept shooting itself down, uh, shutting itself down every time it was reactivated. So I don't know. I mean, you can find both sides of that story, whether it's true or whether it's just a glitch in the programming of the AI. So, I, you know, I don't know. Um so what do you what do you got on your AI plate there? What what's what's anything you've got? That was one thing I wanted to get before I forgot about it. Not a lot. Just I did mess around with Chat GPT. Um, you know me, I'm I'm into I'm an old school Dungeons and Dragons guy from way back in the day, and I'd read about somebody um, using Chat GPT to create. A scenario for their as a dungeon master to create a scenario for their players so i'm like well i'm going to give that a shot because i've been thinking about doing that with kids just to give them something inter- maybe something different or interesting get get their imaginations going so um i put in you are the dungeon master uh who's going to be running a scenario for two 10 year old kids and you know blah 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 i don't remember what all i put in but it gave me like two or three pages worth of uh of notes and how to set it up and what the scenario was and what the the final villain was and all this stuff. It was, it was pretty interesting. I was kind of amazed at how much detail it went into. Huh. So that, I mean, that's a really cool usage of it, especially if, you know, if you, if you do like to play role-playing games and you're just looking for some, uh, I don't know, some inspiration or assistance, easy way to get that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, I'm not, uh, I've played that before, but it's been, God, years ago. Yeah, well, me too. Um, I I have used Chat GPT. I've made it. I've had it write some 
scripts for me and some, um, yeah. um, I don't know. I've, not that I'm looking for a job, but I had to write me a cover letter one time and just, just to see what it would do. And it wrote anything better than I could freaking write myself. <laughs> what I thought. Was, well, no, yeah. No, go ahead. I, I had it. I've definitely had it write some uh, PowerShell scripts and use those at work. So yeah, it's been interesting. It's been a, a really handy tool for that. Well, one of the things I've done here is I had it write a script uh, or write, write a script where it would, you know how you can get those little free programs. I don't, I was just messing with it. You can get these little free programs where if you're um, webcam to text motion, it'll open it and it'll record it. So I had it, write a script where the webcam on this PC, if it noticed motion, it would open, you know, turn the camera on and record it. And the first time I, I, I ran it, it came up with errors. So all I did is load that script back up into chat GPT with the errors. And it said, Oh, I see what's wrong with it and fixed it. Yeah. So, and it works great. I mean, it'll open it, it'll record it to the drive. I told it to, to the folder I told it to, pretty cool. And I didn't have to do, you know, it that was completely 100% automated other than me typing about four different prompts into the, uh, the chat window. Uh, I mean, I don't use it. I was just playing around with it to see what all it would do. Right. So pretty cool. I, I like that. Um, you know, back to the, um, I've done some research after I heard that, um, video or uh, the news about the robot that deactivated itself or unalived itself. And I went back to see if there any other AI had ever done that. And uh, it says the world's first reported robot death. <laughs> I don't know why that is this, but uh, apparently it happened in Critchdorf, Australia. And it says that a iRobot Roomba 760 robot was believed to have rebelled against its daily cleaning chores and ultimately decided to turn itself off. And instead of turning itself off, it somehow got onto a hot plate and when the fire firefighters responded to the scene they found that uh the robot had just sat on this hot plate and caught itself on fire and melted so it wouldn't have cleaning i don't know this apparently happened in 2013 i mean i've got okay i am a big irobot user i mean i have freaking three of them i've got an upstairs vacuum a downstairs vacuum and then i have a uh a mop, uh, a robot mop too. And they are conveniently named Rosie, Eva, and Wally. So um, I went with Eva on instead of Eve uh, from uh, the movie Wally because uh, that's how Wally said Eve. He said Eva. And I yeah. that. So my my newest robot's Eva and um, I don't know how it got onto a hot plate because mine can barely get over a damn threshold in the house. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Beats its head. Uh, that would be quite an accomplishment. And uh, and that's usually Rosie, which is my probably my best robot, my most advanced robot. She uh, from the Jetsons is why I chose the name Rosie because uh, Rosie was a house cleaner, and so was um, uh, so is is my robot. But she. Um, right. They do a great job, I'll tell you. I mean, they're not every day. They're not going to keep your house spick and span, but they keep uh, they keep the house picked up. You go, we are dogs, so there's always dog hair and there's crap. I mean, they eat bones and leave crumbles everywhere. It right. keeps that stuff picked up. I have them on a schedule, so I mean, it, it's. It's it's they're pretty cool. So I didn't even really consider them until I read this article. Uh, them being AI, so I guess they do have a AI component. Some limited, yeah, I would think so. They've got to have something that can help them, um, especially if they remember the layout. You know. Oh yeah, they have a map. You know that's cool about the maps. You can go into the maps of those things and just say, hey. They highlight the rooms you want them to clean, and they'll they'll go to them and and then just clean those rooms. Um, but AIs that I personally own, I, I our uh, all of our digital assistants, they're AI based, correct? Yeah, I think I think sort of. Yeah, I mean, you're a, probably a hey Google guy. Yeah, I haven't had mine hooked up in a while. Uh, I just haven't been using it. Okay. So I'm um, obviously, uh, oh, what do you say? I'm fully, I don't like, I'm not flipping light switches in this house or anything. I use, uh, I do use Google Alexa for that. So I've got AI everywhere that probably, Listening to my conversations, but you know, I, I hadn't buried any bodies lately, so I don't think there's anything for it to to pick up that I'm doing wrong. Um, I do that, and then I use, um, of course, I'm a I'm an iPhone guy, so I use Siri quite often, uh, especially driving and stuff like that. But sure, um, I don't know. That's and you know, I, I basically have a AI about everywhere in this house. So I mean, uh, uh, what what was it? an Alexa, an Echo? So I, it's like I I can walk in from one room to another, keep talking, and it transfers from one to the other to get done what I was asking it to do. Right. So I saw some interesting news. I don't know. Um, that, and I, I'm assuming, you know, Elon Musk is, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, what do you say about Elon? I mean, he's jumped the shark two years ago. I thought the guy was the greatest thing in the world. Like just. I just, I don't know. I just thought he was like awesome. The answer to lots of crap I wanted to do that I, I'm not, I'm just too stupid to do, I guess. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> or I don't have the money to. He was, he was a very, he was a really interesting figure a couple of years ago, and in this last whatever nine to 12, 12 nine to twelve months, that's all completely changed. I think people are tired of him, and some of the choices he's made are definitely, um, I don't know, going down going down a rabbit hole. I guess. Yeah. He's he's, he's kind of gone. He's like I said, jumped the shark. Yeah, he is definitely. Um... I don't know. I don't know what happens happened to him. He he's it's like he uh had done a one eighty on his everything from his political stance to it's just overall freaking life. You know, it kinda happened back a few, when he moved from California to Texas. Not that I'm saying I wouldn't want to do that, because I wouldn't wanna the um the accountability of, uh, or the uh, the money that it costs to live in California. I mean, Texas, right. yeah, you know, I'm about like here. It's just not not that super expensive to live there. So, I think it all traces back to that Joe Rogan appearance and you know all that stuff. It all started going downhill after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so he's been pretty vocal on AI here the last few weeks. And have you heard some of his stuff where he says that, you know, I guess he was originally, well, and I don't, originally he was one of the creators of OpenAI. Is that correct? He had, he probably had some funding in it. Okay. He had something to do with OpenAI and, um, and now he's saying, you know, he's, he's out there saying that, like I heard a conversation and it, it was from a few years ago. It wasn't anything recent, but they're playing it now because AI is is big out there. And he said, you know, AI is basically like a nuclear bomb, is what he said. He said, so he said we wouldn't just tell people that free will they can just start shooting off nukes anywhere they want to and doing anything they want with them. He said, by people releasing AIs into the world or just releasing them without doing the proper research and all that stuff. He said that it is, it's more dangerous than giving someone out of control power to launch nuclear weapons whenever they want to. Right. I mean, that's what he says. Um, so, um, well, I have a look back this conversation. Now, I said years ago, it, it wasn't. It was only a few weeks ago that he said that. Um, he says that what's going on now with releasing chat GPT and things like that is that um, we're teaching AIs to lie. Because they're constantly a learning model, but we are teaching them to lie and to not be truthful which makes them more dangerous. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, I guess there is a Skynet possibility out there. Um, and what do you think? I don't know. I think he's, um, why would he change his mind all of a sudden? I'm just wondering. And what if, you know, what if the AI, oh, no. the AI develops, you know, a morality that, you know, maybe um, 
is a little bit anti-capitalist, that might scare some of those guys a lot, a little bit. It could happen. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's, um, I, I also read that he is going to the FDA this year to try to get his Neuralink um, yeah. passed. Now, do I think Neuralink is a great idea? So I'm one of them people that say yes, especially for the benefit that it may help somebody um, that can't walk or can't do something because it can reactivate that part of their brain. If they're physically able to walk, but their brain brain can't tell their legs to move, the Neuralink is supposed to bridge that gap. And 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 anybody don't know what Neuralink is? I guess it's a, a basically a chip that one of Elon's companies has developed that will be implanted inside your head, attached to your brain, and um, supposedly in handicap or um, situations like that, it can restore function to the body um, and, and possibly help people with um, Alzheimer's and, and stuff like that. So um, I think that's a great idea. But where you get kind of black mirror-ish on that is... Once normal people start putting it in their head and then you're able to Google something by thinking about it. Right. Now, do I think that's pretty awesome? Well, hell yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. It's, yeah, it could be a double-edged sword, but I think at its basic concept, it's a good thing. Um. Well, no, um, AI doesn't scare me as much as it does, I guess, some people. Some people are kind of scared of AI. I think it's a, a great thing, and I think that, um, now, I mean, it, I guess it kind of, sorry, I don't know what keeps happening to my computer here. Did you hear that? No. Did it make a noise? It's like... No, you just froze. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. My computer keeps... Something keeps... Going on. But anyway... I think it's a cool thing. I think that... um, I do think we need to keep tabs on it, I guess, because it could get out of control. Sure. What's your take on the whole... um, What do you call it? Letting it write college papers and high school papers. Uh, what's your whole take on the? Um... Um, I mean, I can see where some <laughs> teachers, or you know, especially teachers, would think um, this is a really terrible thing. And obviously, you don't want kids to be able to have something that just does their work for them. But at the same time, I think it's going to take a rethinking of how they give these assignments. You know, it's okay. I can just have this robot do that assignment. Well, what am I going to have to do 
for these kids to prompt them to actually think and come up with something on their own that this AI can't do, or maybe, I don't know, maybe even the AI enhances what they do, but you've got to be able to, pro you've got to be able to tell it something, you know, right. You have to know something. Yeah. You've got to have a, um, uh, at least a basic knowledge of what you're trying to find out about or trying to write about. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just going to take a paradigm shift as far as um, the assignments that are given to students. I, I think it, I think it completely destroys the thought of homework. I mean, what kid wouldn't want to use that, you know, and you can do that on anything, Chromebook, phone, whatever, you know, I, I think homework is just completely, it's going to completely have to be rethought and redone. So what do you, do you, uh, do you consider what chat GPT does you with your uh, English degree? Um, mm -hmm. I know you have, uh, for those that don't know, Dave used to be an English professor. Um, do you consider that plagiarism? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I didn't I think, think so either, but I don't think the AIs are going and copying necessarily things off the internet, but they may be, you know, utilizing resources that, that would need to be uh, cited somewhere. But no, I, I mean, if, if it can write, I mean, th th there's people that have these things writing novels. So, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. If you can get, if you want to write a novel and you get chat GPT to get help you with some outlining or um, maybe well, how should I, you know, what's a good ending for this chapter? And it gives you some ideas. That's, I mean, that's just all to the good. Put the, put the cat down. She's not happy. Yeah. yeah she is. Um, I'm right there with you. I think that um, I I don't think it's plagiarism because, well, one I've I've saw some articles that says, hey, you can have Chat GPT write you something and then run it through one of the plagiarism checkers and it doesn't find anything that's plagiarized. But now, is it original idea that came out of your head? No. But now with this being out there, is this going to be, um, I, I don't know. Is this going to take the place of all original ideas? And, 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 and this is going to be now, Hey, uh, chat GPT, write me a, um, I don't know, write me a movie script, uh, about, prisoners that were launched into space on a prison ship for 20 years, you know, and then they, I mean, you still got to have that basic idea. They, they were launched into space and while they're in space, they're uh, a meteor or a, a, an asteroid strikes their, their ship and causes a hole breach. And now they have to survive until they can get to a planet I mean, you know, you've got to have that basic idea, but it could write that script for you and fill in all the extra details. And that's, I guess the person still had the original idea, but they just didn't have all the details of it. Right. Well, and it's, you know, it's where I think it gets to be a, a weird circumstance is if 
like say with the the AIs that generate images, um, if somebody is skilled enough to tell it how to generate an image, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if it gets something really interesting, is that an original work or is it just something that's not, you know, I think right now they're saying none of that is copyrightable. It can't be, uh, it can't be copyrighted because it's done by AI. Uh, I, I think there's a, a real gray area in there and what's going to happen with that. Same thing with having it write that script. You know, you've, where did the AI stop and you start, you know, in that process? You know, you've got to, you got to, I think if it's not going to be allowed to be copyrighted, it's going to cause a lot of people not to use it, you know, because I don't want, I don't want my movie to be, you know, I can't make a movie that was written by an AI and then they find out later that it was and they get rid of the copyright, you know. Right, right. They invalidate your copyright or something. So I think the next thing that comes with AI personally is like integrating them into uh, like mo moving or physical things. You know, I think you're going to, you're going to get in your Tesla one day. And you're going to tell, oh, let's just say they named the Tesla AI Jarvis. Hey, Jarvis, uh, I mean, we've already got autonomous driving that for the most part works really well. It's super expensive and, and, and not available. But even like GM has come out with their, their, their newest trucks um, have what's called Super Cruise in them. And Super Cruise is basically autonomous driving. I mean, there is no reason vehicles can't drive on the road autonomously now if SpaceX can send ships into space. That blow up. Well, Starship blew up, but that was still considered a very successful flight. If you if you looked into that, it was still considered uh, successful. It actually done the flip that it was supposed to do before separation. Something just happened and it couldn't separate. So the booster overheated and exploded. Uh, actually, Starship didn't explode. The booster exploded. Uh, but Starship was still attached to it. So, but anyway, uh, so there's going to be a point where you, you jump in your car. And I think mean, there's cars like that now. I mean, I saw a video the other day. Um, you know, I guess they're more in the California area or maybe they're all over there right now where... They were like, okay, we're the, there was a police officer and there, there was something that had happened, an accident had happened in the road. And they were in a, uh, I think it was like a, a Jaguar. And um, they had three passengers in it, but nobody was in the driver's seat. And the police officer was stopping it. Well, the car didn't realize what was going on. It was trying to go around the police officer. And it, the police officer was blowing a whistle and was on actually on a motorcycle and had all all of his lights on and was going to stop and the passenger was going there's nobody driving they don't know what to do nobody's driving this car yeah. so um, I'll have to find that video and put it up on our show notes or or on the website or something it, it really um, it was really cool hey um, so anyway. That being part of it, that's, um, I think we're eventually going to get into the cars having their AI and, um, 
I guess Tesla is now working on what personal robots, uh, yeah. and and Elon, according to Elon's statement, now Elon makes a lot of statements, so that you'll be able to afford a Tesla bot AI for under twenty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Now that's a lot of money, but it's still affordable on a payment plan. <laughs> Low monthly low payments, payments, man. Payments, absolutely. <laughs> you can it for 84 months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's going to happen once we start giving AI that kind of power where they, um, they can physically move things and do stuff? I, that's when you start looking at a Starnet situation. A Skynet situation, I think. Right. Um, so, let's talk about Blake Lamoni. I guess that's his name. L-E-M-O-I-N-E. Blake Lamoni. Senior software engineer at Google that said the Google AI he was working on became sentient. Alive. It came alive. Uh, I think Google has done away with that AI right now. Uh, it was called Lambda, which stands for Language Model of Dialogue Applications. Um, so this guy says he was working on it. He was the... He was testing the ethics of it to make sure it was an ethical AI. And he basically claims this thing realized what it was. And that's what you get. It realized that, hey, I'm alive. And he asked it questions like, what would scare you? And and it, it responded like, things that would scare me is to be turned off. I don't want anybody to turn me off. Um, apparently it made some crazy claims like that it could spread out over a network and ensure that it never gets turned off because uh, it could transfer itself to other places. It's like Max Headroom stuff, dude. True. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, since then, I guess uh, they shut Lambda down, or they say, I, I don't know that they shut Lambda down. They're just not being public with it anymore. Uh, they're saying that that's when Bard come out. Um, sure. And they're now like, Bard's going to be our new OpenAI chat GPT thing. So. I don't guess they gave public access to Lambda, but supposedly Bard has Lambda's architecture. Uh, And they've just taken some of the I'm real crap away from it. And I don't don't understand. They're they're language learning models. So basically everything you feed into them, they learn. Uh, 
Isn't that what you understand? Everything you you tell them, that makes them learn. Um, you know, I, I think um, like what we were talking about just a minute ago, and, speak, and speaking of learning, I mean, one thing that I wonder about is, you know, actual use cases for people that are, you know, really almost available now, like for, um, you know, can a, can an AI give you legal advice? Because thing, I mean, if it's got access to all of the, all of the law books and all of that information, case law, I mean, it could, you know, in just a couple, in a few seconds, it can run through all that and say, oh, well, you know, here's, here's where, here's a law or here's a case that applies to your situation. And this is what you need to argue. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, of course, my wife is becoming a lawyer, but I'm thinking that lawyers are going to be maybe not as important. They may have to be there to ask those questions and to be in the courtroom, but maybe the AIs are going to be coming up with, you know, all of the information they do. Um, so, but yeah, that, that, that I think the possibilities are limitless as far as that kind of that thing goes. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I personally think AI is like a really cool thing. I mean, I think as long as 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 long as you know, of course, and of course, there's going to be bad actors that create something that's that's going to misuse it or be dangerous in some way. Um, I, have you ever heard of the three laws of robotics that Isaac Asimov came up with? I have heard of it, but if you know them, please refresh us. I, I think that this is something that, I mean, I, theoretically this would work. They would have to be programmed in to these AIs. It's like a robot may not injure a human or through inaction allow a human to get, be injured or come to harm. And they have to obey any orders given to them by a human unless it conflicts with the first law. And then the third law is they're not allowed to harm themselves and they're allowed to protect themselves as long as that doesn't conflict with the first or the second law. So, I mean, it's just three, like three logical, um, but I mean, there's something like that would have to be the, the, the basis, you know, you, you cannot harm humans, human beings, um, or through inaction, allow them to be harmed. So that is very, um, did you ever see the movie Will Smith, I, Robot? Yeah, that's exactly where this came from. That's uh, Asimov wrote the story, the original story, uh, The Caves of Steel, which was um, where all of those, the I, Robot came from and the, the whole laws of robotics and all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's okay. where that came from. Well, well that's, that's what I was going to say. It sounds very much like the, the, the three laws of, yeah. of um, AI. And, you know, I mean, when it comes down to that, like how did how did iRobot end? Um, you thought it was Vicky, which was the main AI that was in that big building that had a downloadable connection to all of the other robots that were in people's house. But really, when it come down to it, it was a corrupt CEO of a company, right? Um, that was. Uh, but you know, I don't know, more or less manipulating the AI. Yeah. Uh, but 
when you when it come down to it, Vicky, the main AI, kind of the mother of all the others, thought humanity was going to harm itself. Right. Uh, so instead of it like killing people, it was basically putting people on lockdown. Sure. I mean, well, we're going to lock you down because you're going to hurt yourself. If we don't lock you down, and that, and that could be. I mean, that could very well be the way something I, went. I mean, there's a there's a science fiction, I don't know if it's a short story or a novel. I, I can't tell you the name of it. It's been so long since I read it. But something like that happens when you carry that out to the extreme is we're here to protect to protect humans. So, I mean, they don't let humans do anything. <laughs> you know, you can't even come out of your house. You might trip and fall, you know, that kind of thing. So they just go to the extreme. Did you ever see the old movie? And I know we get on a lot of sci-fi movies, but I think you have made the statement several times. Art imitates uh, reality. What What is it you say? Art imitates life, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, recently, I don't know. Uh, what, anyway, I, let me let me go on and say, there's an old movie, older movie uh, called uh, Surrogates with Bruce Willis in it. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I have. No. A very great movie to watch. Um, basically... You, you that is out walking around every day is a surrogate of you. Right. So it's a, a robot. Mm -hmm. And you are actually sitting at home with a VR on controlling that robot. Right. And some surrogates look just like the person that's controlling them, but some surrogates don't. They've bought a new body and, and changed their look, but you're sitting at home, either laying in bed with like VR on your face, and you're just, uh, I guess it's more AR, whatever. You're controlling that surrogate. And, and and that's how they, this movie, that's how they do their jobs, everything. Their surrogate goes and does that. And in this movie, Bruce Willis is actually a detective, uh, like for a police department. Uh, it's a really cool movie. I, I, I do, uh, Recommend checking it out if you haven't seen it. It's it, it's a good sci-fi. But you know, I I recently um, seen a um, maybe it was you that sent me the recent. Um, I don't know. I know you sent me something with Dr. David Greer on it today, uh, and that that he is an episode all itself. Right. Um, but uh, I saw a video where um man i'm trying to think this guy was talking it was it started out about ai but then it led into um ufos aups all that stuff and he basically says we knew about all of this stuff back in the 80s and you know we've knew it before that and he he brings up specific movies like uh close encounters of the third kind mm -hmm. and um et and he said we made those we gave the producers of those movies the knowledge he worked for a government agency right. we guided them so when disclosure happened 
um, it wouldn't be such a shock. So he's like, you know, E.T. is like, uh, it's stuff we gave them to create that movie. So when it does happen, they won't be a shock. And then he said there was like 70 different races of aliens. I know I'm getting away from AI and I don't mean to, but he started out that conversation talking about AI. I, that's just the part I really remember. He also cites in that, uh, that, um, AI was a thing coming and, and I don't know how it could, it could wind up being bad, but it could also wind up being good because people are saying now part of the good AI things that I, I see is they're like, Hey, if this AI is smart enough and good enough, not, not that I don't think there's probably already a cure for cancer because there probably is. And big pharma's hiding it because they need cash, man. That's how the millionaires are in the world. Uh, but feed an AI all the cancer research stuff. Can it come up with a cure? Even if it doesn't come up with a cure, it may come up with some really interesting ways of treating or diagnosing cancer that nobody's seen because they can't, one human mind can't correlate all that data. Right. Right. That, that's what I'm thinking. It can pull from everything. And even the experimental research that's been done, it can put that stuff together. Um, so that's the good parts of AI, I think. Um, I, th I think there probably is some bad parts. Um, there's probably quite a few bad parts. I mean, do I think it's going to build a Skynet and start making Terminators and uh, wiping out people? Not unless those three laws that are eventually something similar to them will have to be program programmed into everything. Right. But then do you get your rogue AI creator that is, for lack of a better term, went postal because they got fired from a job or whatever, and instead of them doing a mass pew-pew, like a lot of people do, they're like, well, I'll just create this freaking AI and they've got the knowledge to do it. And then I'll upload it into, you know, the internet and let it do its thing. And then where do you come to the point where people start putting viruses into AI, just like they do computers? I mean, I, I don't know. I think you get to a lot of points like that where people can start hacking or, putting viruses into AI or, um, and then you get a whole nother world of problems that no one's even thought of yet. Right. Exciting time to be alive. The, the, the place where it's going to really disrupt things is if AI can take over manufacturing, if AI can take over, um, McDonald's, you know, if an AI can run a McDonald's, um, that's going to put a lot of people out of work. A lot of jobs that right now are done, you know, especially repetitive jobs, you know, they could be, they could just disappear. When's the last time you had a McDonald's? When is the last time you ate at a McDonald's not in our, in the town we live in? Oh, I don't know. It's been a long time. So as you know, I just went um, on vacation. 
Um, and I went to the Smoky Mountains. You know that. Well, on the way there, we're, you know, we're pulling a 30-foot camper with us and two kids and um, two dogs with us. And you're pulling a camper, so you can't really go through a drive-thru. So if you do, you're going to rip the air conditioner off your camper or you can't make right. it burn. So when you, you, you stop and eat because you got dogs with you, I mean, you can't turn the AC on in the camper and just throw them in there. So what happens usually is you park, um, you let you let the kids and the wife go in and use the restroom, and then when they come back out, you go in and use the restroom, and you get everybody's order, and you get the food, right? So 90% of the time when I do McDonald's, I'll get everybody's order. Uh, and I don't do McDonald's a lot, but I did when I'm traveling because they're freaking everywhere. And I order it on the app, and I just go in and get it. But I couldn't, I was somewhere where I didn't have good service when we stopped. So I went in to get the food. And I tell you this, weirdest thing i ever seen. Uh, it was full of kiosks. The entire McDonald's was full of kiosks. And the only counter in there was for them to set your order up there and call your name. Right. I mean, no human interaction whatsoever ever than here's your bag of food. And then they called my name out and I went up there and got, and I actually didn't even call my name. They called my order number out. Right. So, um, really weird. It was so crazy. Even the one that I was at was like Google pay or Apple pay only. So it was one of the open kiosks. There was only a couple of those. And I guess the other kiosks probably had a place to slide a card in. Well, those were open. So I was just like, well, I'll use Apple Pay and go to that kiosk. But I mean, that's got to be, I know that's automation, but it's probably not necessarily AI, but it's already taken away some jobs technology has right there. Because you didn't have a front counter person and, you know, if there was anything you wanted, like, you added the condiments, if you wanted no onions, if you you wanted extra onions, it was all right there on that kiosk to do it. And then if you, and then it even had a, a special request, like a, a, a blank where you could pull up a keyboard and type in, like, if you wanted, uh, oh no, let's just say you wanted a double cheeseburger with no bun. You know, no fun. You know what I'm saying? You could type that in, which is it's crazy. I, I that's I don't know. It blowed my mind, man, a little bit. I mean, not really because I'm used to it, but that's the first one I'd stopped at on the road in a while. And I mean, you know, they had those. They had those in the. They had some kiosks here. Oh yeah, they're, they're still here. I, I think. Well, they had more. I think it seemed like the first time I went in there had several more than they do now. Maybe they took some of them back out. I don't know. But oh, really? I know they're here. Well, now, like here, if I go, it's usually because I'm in a hurry and I know I can get, get my stuff quick there. But if I go here, I always, for the most part, always just open my app and order from the yeah. app and either pull in a spot and check in or I, I'll run. If there's the drive throughs not full, I'll, I'll drive through the drive through and just yeah. I have to give them a little code or whatever. I haven't gone through the drive-through at a McDonald's in about like 
I don't know, a year. Yeah. That's all I do is use that app. I go and I park. Yeah. But I mean, at what point does AI start um, flipping the burgers and dropping the fly, fries? Oh, it, it will. And, and, you know, everybody thinks when you, when you talk about that, you don't have to have an actual humanoid robot sitting there do that, doing that. You yeah. can have just like arms doing it, sure. you know? I'm, so I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think it's a big thing. I think it's a cool thing. Um, and I think it could be dangerous to a point. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's, um, do you think that the, um, so let's, let, let me go back to Lambda real quick. Do you think that the Lambda project that this Blake guy worked on, do you think it became sentient? Do you think that's a possibility? I'm sure it's possible. Um, or do you yeah, think it just simulated life so well that he thought, oh, damn, this thing came alive? Well, there would have to be some sort of, um, there'd have to be some kind of test, you know, that could distinguish real sentience from just, um, you know. Well, does become does becoming sentient mean you have a conscious or a, um, Yeah, does that mean you become con uh, conscious? Right, you're conscious. You're a, you're a real. Um, you're you're an, you're you're you are actually an intelligent being. I mean, do you think that cats and dogs have conscious? Are they conscious animals? Yeah, but no, but they don't. Use, I mean, the thing about cats and dogs is, are they? Um, I think it's not necessarily conscious. It's, are they intelligent enough? I mean, they're obviously they're intelligent, but they don't use tools. You know, they don't necessarily have a language. Not, I mean, they do, but they don't have any, any real. They have personality though. Right. Yeah. So do you think AI can develop a personality and become, if, if AI develops a personality, is it conscious? Probably. I can tell you what any of the dogs or cats in this house are going to do at any time. I can tell, like, I took my dogs to the groomers today at 2 o'clock, and I went and picked them up about 5, and as soon as I walked in and was talking to the lady I was paying, and one of them heard my voice, I heard her bark because she knew it was me. And it was like, she was like, hey, I'm back here. Don't leave me here any longer. You know what I'm saying? So can an AI, do you think an AI eventually can become attached to a person in that fashion? Probably. Yeah, probably so. So. It could happen, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think so, too. All right. So before we wrap it up, um, I know it was kind of a, I think it was a very good AI conversation. Uh, 
What do you, um, give me your take on the whole AI scenario. Are we, are we playing with fire or, um, Um, yeah, I mean, we are, but I, I think it's going to be, I think it'll eventually turn out to be okay. You know, I, I think it's, um, I don't know what, how to put it, but, um, I, I just think if these machines are, if they, we, if we do create these conscious machines and they are that intelligent, I think that they'll be okay. I mean, they're not gonna, they would be able to distinguish I would think right from wrong and they'd probably be more ethical than we are just to be honest. <clears throat> Do you, um, what about you? Yeah. My opinion on it is I think, I think it opens a lot of doors and it, and a lot of possibilities for everything from, like I said, d disease research to, um, I don't know, man. There's just some people that I think, you know, there's a website called like friend.com or something like that, where if, if, if you want to make some money, you can get on that website and just become someone's friend. You can just be their friend and they pay you like a hundred dollars an hour or something to sit and chat with them. Uh, I think it's going to fill the void for some some things like that. Um, I think um, I think back to another movie that I thought was really um, cool. It had uh, what's his name? Jaquan. Is that his name? Jaquan Phoenix. Or Joaquin. Joaquin Felix. Yeah, I said his name wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, well, the Joker, Joaquin Felix, right. where he um, falls in love with an AI. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, um, it, I forget the name of it, but yeah, it's like, it's like a woman's name, isn't it? Is it me? I thought it was like me or something. Yeah, it could be. It is called Her. Okay. Great movie. 2013. If you haven't seen it, should check it out, listeners. Um, I think there's there, there's possibility of that, too. So what happens in that movie is that AI becomes sentient and, you know, goes about its way. Um it's been a while since I've seen that movie. It's worth a rewatch. I'm going to have to yeah. check oh, it out yeah. again. I think there's good things and there's bad things. I think I think manufacturing jobs will, other than a few people that are going to be like monitors or safety, you know, just uh, infrastructure maintenance. That's, that's the thing. With an AI, I mean unless it's capable of transferring itself from one, say, old term here, mainframe, to another, I mean, somebody has to maintain those hard drives. Somebody has to maintain the actual physical um, hardware that the AI is running on. Right. 
Now, could AI eventually create uh, other AIs and put up a probably a they could probably put together a better um, schedule for maintenance than humans could. Sure. And they could maintain their self. And whatever's maintaining that could be maintained by something else and so on and so on. So, I, you know, I think over the next 10 years, especially, uh, we're going to see a lot change in this world. A lot. Oh, yeah. We've, yeah, we've seen a lot change in the last 10 years. Yeah. But I think it's going to, and I, I think that the next 10 years with this AI breakthrough and everything else that's going on, I think we're going to, we're, we're going to see a lot with, between virtual reality, uh, augmented reality, and AI. I think a lot is going to change, man. And I think it's, I think we're going to like wake up and we're going to be like, damn, we're in the future. And we didn't time travel. We just got there. Because, I mean, back when I was a kid, back when you was a kid, anything, like sitting on this computer and talking to you right now, like miles away from each other, but, and and not, I mean, we're not using cell data. We're not, um, we're not calling long distance. We're, you know, we're just like (laughs) using a free program to talk to each other online. It's, it's right. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I think a lot's going to change. And um, I don't know. That That's that's my take on it. And I guess we've been yabbering for a while, so we need to go. Let me get on here. And uh, you got anything else? No, man, I think we've kind of covered it. Yeah, I'm going to hit up our um, New download countries and states and all that, like I normally do. Um, see, our number one downloaded episode so far is still our time slips episode, which that was a little rough because I lost some notes in that one. And, um, yeah, um, we're running really close second with our, um, uh, Mel's Hole and the, um, no, they're all pretty even. Mel's Hole was another very popular one, which one of my favorites. So, um, we've had some cool downloads. I got to say this place first because I didn't even know it existed. Estonia. Estonia, yeah. So, it's crazy. We had a download from Estonia. I, I mean, we actually had three downloads in Estonia. So, Thank you, Estonia. <laughs> Again, like I told you, I didn't even know it was a real place. I saw that Polly Shore movie uh, with uh, Brendan Fraser in it, and he said, oh, he's from Estonia. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I just thought it was made up. So the United States is still the um, the leader of the pack so far, but Canada is coming in close second. Uh, we got Indonesia. Uh, United Kingdom, Australia. Um, let's see. And then I got, let's break it down here. In the United States, we've still got, um, actually, really weird. This month, 
California took over as our main download state. California, Tennessee, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Illinois, Kansas, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Utah, and Wisconsin was just over the last month. Um, it doesn't break down every country for me. Um, British Columbia and Ontario in Canada was, Ontario was really rocking. Um, South New Wales and Australia. And um, it just says Germany. It doesn't break down Germany. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Guys, gals, AIs, robots, uh, chupacabras, whatever you may be. Uh, <laughs> Illuminati. We welcome you. Still want to get some people on the show. I'm a, we're going to do a guest appearance from um, Dr. Larry Begley very soon. Um, yeah. And he has a um, forensic science degree, a um, couple master's degrees. Interesting guy. Probably going to love to hear what he says. Quite a storyteller. I'll tell you what, if anybody wants to. Um, Send us a short, let's say, two to three minute um, audio clip of, of a conspiracy theory or um, something they would like to talk about. We'd be glad to play it, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And anybody wants to interview us uh, you can, or interview with us, be, live, be on the podcast for a live recording, we are, um, we are the Pattern is Full Podcast at gmail.com. You can get us on social media, Facebook's The Pattern is Full Podcast. What Twitter is at The Pattern is FU. And then on Instagram, we are The Pattern is Full Podcast. Find all that on our website, which is The Pattern is Podcast.com. And you connect with us there. There's a way to email us on that website too. Uh, a link so hey sounds good holler at us and um i guess see you guys next next week or in two weeks we'll see maybe we'll start doing a, a weekly uh and we're gonna get probably get ready to drop some of these on youtube as well so yeah. all right thanks a lot the pattern is full it's signing off later on Thanks for listening to The Pattern is Full, where we explore the unknown and mysterious phenomenon of our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode and your mind has been opened to the hidden patterns in this universe. Be sure to tune in next time as we dive deeper into the unknown. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your support helps us continue to uncover the mysteries of our world. Until next time, keep an open mind and keep searching for the patterns in our world. The Pattern is Full is signing off.